episode 13 of the Block to Block podcast, the best podcast in the world for all things Web3. Here we break down the technology, what's going on in the market, and the ways in which you can benefit. I am NFT and Jai. And I am Web3 Wayne. And over here, the talk is different. Always, always. And see, Mamadou, Mamadou giving y'all some energy, man. Listen, Mamadou been sick all week. But you know what he told me before we got on here? He said, listen, the people need this episode. We not, I said we not missing no weeks. We not, we not missing no weeks. The people need this episode. So listen, to all y'all out there tuning in, whenever you tune in, it could be right now. It could be tomorrow. It could be five years from now. I want y'all to know. This man, Mama Do, is so dedicated. Oh, oh, so, so dedicated. Listen, he dropping a mixtape next month. <laughs> it's called The Big Brother Almighty. Yeah, yeah. Dedication series begins. You feel man. me? And the first track is going to be that disclaimer. I'm going to have you do the intro. Uh, look, 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 look. I'm going to have to write something like this. This podcast is for general information purposes only. In no event... We be liable for any loss or damage derived from the information provided. If you stupid enough to lose your money, that's not on us. So please conduct your own due diligence, consult a financial advisor, and or any other professional. Just don't blame us if you go broke. Let's get into the podcast. Let's get, Let's into, the get into it, man. Like. Things have been jumping since our last episode. Man, listen, listen. I'm I'm back in the crib after two long weeks of, of being away. I think mm-hmm. we should switch it up this week. I'm a I'm gonna take the lead, man. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the people the, the lead story and let them know what's going on in the market. Cause like you said, uh, or going on in the in the news cycle, I should say. Cause like you said, a lot has happened over the past week. It's been crazy. It's been crazy, but uh, shoot. Before we get into it, anything you want to say to the people before before we get into it? Because we're going to get into it. I'm going to just say, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share with all your loved ones. Tune into every episode of Block to Block because just the lessons that you're derived from each episode is really going to help guide you as we enter this world of Web3. Yes, sir. Listen, don't be cheeky. We're trying to make this the first step for you, your friends, your family to make your pockets greasy. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Anyway, I'm going to stop with the with the, the lame uh, <laughs> the lame one-liners. But, um, man, let's get into it because, as we all know, the Web3 world has been taken by a storm. The FTX debacle, debauchery, madness, the FTX mayhem is among us. And uh, listen, if you thought this was, you know, your, your simple, uh, you know, crypto gone bad, this, that, and the third, that is not this case at all. When we, when we talk about something like this, this FTX situation, we're talking about 10 to 50 billion with a B in assets and liabilities. Over 130 affiliated companies are going to be a part of the proceedings. And FTX has over 100,000 creditors. That's serious, man. That's serious. 
right? I and, mean, and to exchange in the market forever. For a reason, right? For a reason. And it's crazy because, <clears throat> you know, you, you'd never understand how things are interconnected and intertwined until you see some dominoes start to fall. And, and I didn't realize how far reaching an effect this one situation was going to have on the crypto industry, on the Web3 industry until, you know, this situation came out. And now, you know, a week later, it's becoming clearer and clearer just how far reaching the effects are going to be. Right. So being somewhat new to the space, right, like thinking, OK, like this is an exchange. This is, you know, on a, more on the finance side, like. You know, DeFi might be in for a hit, those crypto exchanges, cryptocurrencies, um, you know, uh, Bitcoins. I, I'm not going to say what people call them, but, you know, what I'm saying like. I thought it was going to be more so those and so sadly was I wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So sadly was I wrong because we're even seeing the effects of this leak into the NFT space. Right. We've yep. seen the Board Ape Yacht Club. We're seeing the the board apes drop in value because of this situation, and I mean this is this is something that that we should have known would have happened, right? This this isn't a, a you know all of a sudden you know board apes is taking a hit on their prices. This is something we've seen going on for the past six to eight months since the the Terra Luna news came out, mm -hmm. um, and you know pretty much those dominoes started the the first. Uh, the first effects of the bear market, the the crypto winter, if you will. So you know, we're. I think it's going to be crazy to see just how much more it is going to come falling down because of this situation, right? And and we've already seen the first dominoes that outside of just pricing, right? We've seen companies like Genesis mm -hmm. suspend their transactions. Yep, we've seen Solana. A blockchain take a big hit, especially the the price, of, the price of their crypto sold is down 40%. And we're even seeing other exchanges like BlockFi taking it hard, taking it hard, you know. But what I think is interesting, and, and I think for the, for the people, you know, um, to, to give you a baseline of something that you can take from, from this is every situation you know each company story like in connection to ftx has its own nuance yeah right genesis and black fire both exchanges they do of course you know some different things within the exchange mm -hmm. world but they're both exchanges but this situation is is hitting them differently right right so you know, we can start with we can start with with Genesis, right? So, for Genesis, you know they uh, they have a, a digital asset manager, yep, Grayscale, right? And they announced that hey, we won't be affected by by what's going on with Genesis. So, in terms of their their Genesis exchange, they withdraw suspensions, right? And you know, I think it's funny because we're seeing with all of these exchanges and all of these parties that are, uh, you know, included in this this FTX mess. All of them say, "Hey, we're good. No, 
nothing is nothing is wrong, including FTX, right? Like nothing is wrong. People are just panicking. Like don't don't trip. You're gonna be okay. And then a week later, everything falls to hell. Yeah. And a big part of that is, you know, when it when it comes to financial markets, a lot of the time the markets move because other people have moved. Right. People decide to to invest in FTX because there were other investors and felt like, hey, I can't miss out on this opportunity to make this money. Right. You feel me? And it works the other way as well. Right. So people started feeling the, the crunch. Of course, we talked about last week. Binance said, hey, we're taking 600 million now. Everybody else is like, well, if you moving 600 million, I got to move my little ten dollars then because <laughs> what I'm going to do, you know, that ten dollars. I need that. I need that. Um, and it's the same thing with Genesis, right? So the market is really reacting to, to the news, um, you know, and them suspending withdrawals. That's that's huge, right? That's like, okay, you know, that does that mean you're liquid then, right? Or are you approaching bankruptcy as well? And um, Grayscale really took to, you know, social media and all their communications channels to try to calm some of that that tension some of that panic right and, and saying hey what's going on with genesis is you know what's going on with genesis but grayscale which is their again their digital asset manager which is you can look at it as the the parent company right they're like hey our other products are fine you know we we have more than enough uh in, in assets and liquid assets to to cover but at the end of the day, you, you never really know how those dominoes are gonna fall, right? So, man, it's, it's been it's been crazy just seeing how one company can can have so much of an effect on an entire industry. Mm-hmm. And I mean, FTX came on the scene 2018, 2019, right? And and they're already like. I feel like they they were pulling all the strings in the background. Absolutely. How much, Mondo, How much have you heard of FTX before you know this whole situation? You know, I I was just familiar with them as being a crypto exchange, right? But mm-hmm. outside of that, you know, because I was probably a bit more loyal to Coinbase as like my go to exchange to like acquire crypto. Yeah. So I just knew them as like an alternative. But not to the level of they have these large institutional investors such as a Sequoia Capital who just marked down their investment in FTX down to zero, a company that invested millions of millions, or that uh, Kevin O'Leary, someone I respect a lot, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, Wonderful. who was their official spokesperson. And just seeing like the amount of investment, the amount of support that they had and at the end of the day, poor business practices, right? Because we just got to call a spade a spade. It was these poor business practices and decisioning that led to its collapse. And what's so interesting about FTX, though, is history has a strange way of repeating itself, right? During the 07, 08 financial crisis, right? We've yeah. seen a lot of these institutions you know, engaging in like bad practices, right? Like yeah. from subprime mortgages and everything else of that nature. And, you know, that lot led to a huge collapse within like the markets. 
And what happened afterwards was a series of regulations, right? Now we're in this space where we in this new asset class altogether, specifically within crypto. There's been a lot of interest from the regulatory side with like the government, mm-hmm. but like no real sweeping regulation yet, right? Right. And now we had this collapse, this contagion, right? Where it's not just one company that fell apart. Like just the other day, I just saw how there was this one. Um, I want to say they're based in Nigeria, um, an African West African SME, right? Yeah, yeah, Nesco. Yeah, Nestcoin. They tied up a lot of their assets within FTT. They have to lay off employees, and their business is, you know, not in a great spot right now. There's so much, so many people within this space that's impacted by F- FTX. It's crazy. The applications are going to be crazy. It's like oh wait, all over again. You know, I, I, a couple of things come to mind from what you said. Uh huh. FTX was investing in a lot of companies, a lot of funds. Like, I'm very FTX interested. Ventures. Huh? FTX Ventures, baby. FTX Ventures. Episode. They made a total of 44 investments, right? Including one as recent as November 11th, after the collapse. <laughs> you feel me? Which I'm sure was already in the works and just kind of closed out, but... Right. Still, they, they made a lot of investments in, and like you said, one being in, in Nestcoin. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see because with that situation with Nestcoin is a lot of their assets were tied up in FTT, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, just as part of like some some free game, just giving right. out to you know maybe some entrepreneurs watching this, right? Like some things that a lot of times founders, startup founders. Uh, will do when they raise capital is say, hey, you know, I'm going to get this injection of cash or assets, whatever it may be, and they borrow against that, right? And what got FTX in trouble is they borrowed against uh, their tokens, used their tokens as collateral, which we found out wasn't really their tokens. So I'm interested to know if Nestcoin, from the story that I saw, they had a lot of their assets tied up into FTX, if it was a requirement for them to receive funding from FTX, for them to hold a certain amount of FTT as right. a, a part of that agreement, right? And they just borrow against the the FTT token, right? I'll say this simply because we don't know what their policy is from an investment standpoint, but I wouldn't be surprised, right? Because the big thing with cryptocurrency is well, yes, crypto is great because of the underlying technology of blockchain. Like the value of the coin is really based upon how the market values it, right? Yeah. And if you have no real utility, no real use case, or people just in general not using it, your cryptocurrency is not going to be valuable. So it would make you know, sense. Right. It would make sense for like FTX Ventures or any other type of organization to say, hey, if I'm going to invest capital into your firm or your organization, you yeah. need to hold a certain amount of my crypto, which, hey, in the future, that may sound like a great idea, but right now the space is still very new. And yeah. we're not sure which cryptocurrencies are going to be here to stay. We have our predictions, right? Yeah. But we're not 100% certain. So that's like a large risk that you're taking as a founder, as an entrepreneur, which is something that's already extremely risky as right. is business. 
No, absolutely. Absolutely. And this, I mean, the, the crypto market has always been one that has been very sensitive, right? And oh, we right. see that in the, the volatility of yes. the price action of the, the different cryptos, right? Even Bitcoin being the, the most solid and, and, you know, most reliable crypto, we see it go and have this dramatic and drastic dips and fluctuations. Um, you know, anything that, that happens within crypto is going to cause a panic. I don't, I don't know why, you know, especially when you don't have any backing, any security, you know, why as a, a, a crypto Web3 founder, you feel like you could just play with people's money like that. But anyway, anyway, I digress. I digress. I digress. I digress. I wanted to uh, read this excerpt, this excerpt from TechCrunch right. about Nescoin. Matter of fact, about Nescoin. Shout out to TechCrunch because I feel like it, it really it, it gives a good idea of you know just how deep this this FTX thing goes. You know, like it's not just about you know the Sequoia Capitals. It's not just about the A16Zs. You know, it's not just about the Mr. Wonderfuls. It's also about these startup ecosystems and this Web3 ecosystem that's really going to be affected. By what's going on, right? So Nescoin, which Badamosi, which I believe is their founder, described in an interview with TechCrunch as a venture collective. It's right. one of a handful of African startups that have received venture capital from FTX and Alameda Research. Alameda Research. Alongside 200 plus foreign-based startups and investment firms, including Circle and Sequoia Capital. FTX, for instance, led a 150 million Series C extension round in Chipper Cash, an African cross-border payments company. Alameda Research, on the other hand, has backed Nigeria and Kenya-based Kenya Web3 company Mara. South African crypto exchange startup Valor, Congolese Web3 startup Jambo, and Nigerian crypto exchange platform Bitnob. It's still unclear if these other startups held their assets in FTX, but there's a slight chance that might be the case, given that's what's come to light with Nescoin. Even though Alameda Research, its investor, has less than 1% equity. Crazy. So just in terms of, right, when we talk about those domino effects, we're not just talking about those big players that, of course, you know, your Bloombergs are going to talk about your New York Times, your, well, not New York Times. We, we all seen what happened there. But, um, you know, we talk about these these big mainstream media, even, you know, on Twitter, like, they're going to talk about the big names, right? They're, they're looking for a hook. They want you to, to, to look at their story and their thread. We're also talking about these, the, the little guys, right? The, the people who, you know, it's already hard enough for, you know, Black, African, you know, my minority, whatever you want to call it, it's hard enough to, to procure funding, to, to get funding yep. as it is, right? And, and for you to get funding and then that funding be attached to, to something that was so, you know, flimsy, that was built on a, a paper foundation, man, that, that has to be hard. Right? Yeah, because to your point, right, especially when it comes to founders, of color, right? Um, those who are like black, Latinx um, founders, underrepresented founders, like including women as well. 
like Absolutely. as we know here in the U.S., like collectively, those groups only get about two percent of venture capital in general. And VC venture capital is a sixty-nine trillion dollar industry within the U.S. specifically, right? Like yeah. there's so much capital that's out there, and those groups simply just don't get them for not because of lack of talent or because their businesses aren't as valuable, but, you know, as we know, in a lot of industries, it's all about who, you know, the relationships you can stir. And, you know, VC has historically been criticized as being like an old boys club. Right. Right. So these underrepresented founders are looking for unconventional ways to procure capital for their ventures, for their businesses. Yeah. And, Within the Web3 space specifically, and we talked about it in a previous episode, because I believe we talked about FTX Ventures. There's yeah. different Web3 organizations, like Polygon, for example, has one, or FTX has, you know, had one. Mm-hmm. There's different types of Web3 organizations that have created their own funds specifically to invest in people's ideas who want to like build within Web3. And so like this example of just FTX Ventures, let's, let it be a cautionary tale, right? Let's not say, oh, don't take their funding because it could still be viable. However, we got to really understand how those deals are structured. Like, are they giving you capital or are they just giving you crypto? Like, how how is those deals? Look, I'm going to keep it a bill with you. If SBF... And uh, Caroline would have would have invited me to the Bahamas to to check out the polycule. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have indulged. But what I'm saying is, I would have accepted the check. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I would have Bahama Mama on the beach, huh? You you know what I'm saying? Like I'd have been outside. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying the beach, enjoying the sun. But yeah, yeah. well. You know, I, I will say, too, I can't blame. Mom, you're making a great point to just be cautious. Make sure you're doing your due diligence. Um, it's it's hard when you're, you're, you're in it because, you know, we're founders, too, and, and we definitely understand that building something is hard, right? And, and a lot of times, you know, you feel as a founder, I'll get the money and I'll figure it out later. And it's, it's not because you don't care. It's not because you don't want to do the due diligence. It's because, you know, a lot of times, one, you believe in yourself more than, than anything else, which I will never knock. Two, it's so damn hard for those opportunities to, to come by those opportunities that, you know, you can, you can definitely feel like if I don't take this one, there may not be another one, right? And, and it's all about survival at the end of the day where you see, People like FTX and some of these these other uh, startups, if you will, getting funding out the wazoo. You know, you know that you get some funding, you can compete with those boys. You know, I can I can understand why is all I'm saying, right? Oh, I can I can I can get why someone would say, hey, listen, what you gonna give you gonna give me forty five million in FTT, but I can use that as collateral and, and get the cash out the bank. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So always do your own research, everybody. You know, one thing when it comes to these organizations, especially Web3 organizations that may have the bag, see how long they've been together, how long that organization has been existing, 
And like, what's their business model, right? Like, yes. once again, the fundamentals. Always look yes. at the fundamentals. Absolutely. Absolutely. But most importantly, for those um, big money people that's that's looking to, to put money back into the, the Web3 crypto space, shoot, I just I just named a few companies, you know, on top of the Timbuktu and, you know, the the first ever physical NFT marketplace, you know, on, on top of uh, your, your other Web3 companies that are out here truly building for you to put money back into, right? Like... We know that uh, FTX was supposed to be the the JP Morgan of uh, the, the the chase of the the twenty mm-hmm. first and twenty second century, but you know I think it's time now. What, what we're seeing is for the builders to to truly shine, Absolutely. right? A, a lot of the fluff is going out the the window. Um, it's going to be harder to get capital, which means you have to be building something real to get capital. Mm. Which I think for, you know, I know for myself, and I'm, I'm sure you too, Mom, do because we, we're, we're very much alike. That excites me. You know, bring on the challenge. You it's know, opportunity we, out there. Man, we, we've been working on something so real for so long that, you know, I, I think at, at this point, we're not, I mean, sure, we launched in the middle of the pandemic, at the beginning of the pandemic, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So this is like, I mean... Okay, what, is, what does this mean? You know, <laughs> it's like a silent time over here. So, what we're just saying is if you're interested in having a company in your portfolio that's building true intrinsic value, that's building community, that are led by two founders that really understand the fundamentals, you know, <laughs> get it. DMs. Hey, get even it. if you want to just sponsor the show, let us know. But Real, no matter who the sponsor is. But look, even even not just us, there are a lot of great companies out there. Definitely, uh, especially from underrepresented founders. We, you know, we we, we didn't even uh, know that that it was easy to, to fundraise the past two years. You know what I'm saying? Like, not <laughs> not because we didn't know, but because you know, for underrepresented founders, there's always that hurdle. So this is our time to shine. Now, and also, so, who's to say those those extraordinary founders within web3 won't be on the podcast pretty soon you never know you never know i don't know if mom dude was catching a stroke just now but wink 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 wink. for those who are listening on audio i was winking (laughs) very nonchalantly it was not nonchalant it was was very discreet It, it looked slightly you know seizureish but you know we'll we'll let it slide we'll let it slide we'll you know, slide, we'll we'll slide. slide we're all about um being ableist here um but you know i wanted to to get into another thing too when we talk about just the the dominoes and the the far-reaching effects of, of you know this this one company right because i talked about genesis right genesis. And, and and genesis not only will they be affected, but Genesis is also an exchange um, that has, you know, an, a reach as well, right? So it's like when you you got the domino and that one domino hits some other dominoes down, and then there's that split, right? Yes. More dom, so it's it's kind of like that, right? Um, and you know, we've talked about the NFTs a little bit. We talked about other exchanges. Um, we haven't talked about is blockchains. 
right? And mm. well, we, we we slightly mentioned it in the beginning, but Solana and uh, actually Aptos as well is going to be greatly affected yeah. by the situation. They they both have been in, invested in by FTX, um, and for a blockchain like Solana, they've already been through it. They they have been been struggling for a little while now, mm. just trying to get back on their feet, right? And and FTX held just just to to give some perspective, they held fifteen percent of all sold out in the market, which right? is that, crypto. So that yes, which is Solana's crypto, right? So that's that's forty million sold, right? <sighs> and so. 15% may not seem like a lot, but again, I want to remind everyone, FTX didn't just hurt FTX, right? So FTX held 15%. How much did A16Z hold, mm-hmm. right? How much did, you know, people who were trading on, uh, you know, a BlockFi or a Genesis, right? How much did they hold, right? Um and so that, that effect becomes cascading when it comes to just that blockchain, right? That Solana blockchain, Solana crypto, uh, but even for their ecosystem, right? FTX was a heavy investor into their ecosystem. Um, and, and for those that don't know, a lot of these blockchains, Mamadou mentioned it just now with Polygon and you know people like that, what they do is they help people who want to build on their blockchains, help them procure funding, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Solana raised money from FTX and had a big backing from FTX Ventures. Yep. Where FTX was bankrolling. Bankrolling. You want to build this? Come on. You want to build this? Come on. Brings you back to that, that point of what if they were getting FTT and, you know, using that as collateral. Because now all of those projects within that Solana ecosystem are hurting on top of Solana's price hurting. You know, it, it's um, it's definitely it's definitely tough times when we when we talk about just this this crypto market, this Web three market. Personally, this is me. What I'm thinking in my brain. Is that I'm probably not gonna touch soul with a ten foot pole. Oh, that's a big fact. What I'm about to say right now might be taken as controversial, and I'm not saying this for like a hot take. It's just being real, and it's it's very similar to what I said in episode two about like Ethereum. Don't assume that these blockchain networks are decentralized. Fifteen percent of an equity stake. Holding 15% of a crypto is not centralization. Remember, Elon Musk was able to even make that bid to buy Twitter because he owned 9% of Twitter shares. Mm. Mm. FCX was in the double digits, man. (laughs) A lot of these, you know, a lot of these blockchains on paper sound really cool. Because everybody's really enamored with the idea of decentralization, this idea of us owning the data, us being able to build communities, us being able to like solve real problems. And yes, all of that is true within Web3. You can certainly do that. We're believers. However, 
don't just assume and take at face value that these blockchains are truly decentralized because a good chance is they may not be because once again how do you even create a blockchain besides all the technical expertise you have to have in terms of the computer science and figure out like the infrastructure and all that nerd stuff shout out to all the nerds i'm a nerd myself you have to just about all of them do something called an initial coin offering a ICO, basically very similar to an IPO, right? When a company goes from private to publicly traded on the stock market, they go to a group of investors, they go to communities, and they fundraise all this money, all this capital, or to really launch their blockchain. And yes, we can say like, yeah, you know, decentralization, they're getting it from the people. A lot of times they're getting it from these institutional investors. Absolutely. So let's let's cut let's cut the horse let's really do your research when we say do your research you have to understand like who's owning these cryptocurrencies and try to figure out what's their equity stake in the matter because it's and that's not to say oh it's not really decentralized i'm not gonna work with them if you believe they have great technology and they have great long-term sustainability or longevity aspects Sure, work with them if you really enjoy it. But you have to understand because that's how you mitigate risk in the space. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, y'all got mom do amped up. He said, "Let's let's cut through the let's cut through the horse." <laughs> we know what he really wanted to say. You we know, know what he really wanted to we, say. We're not we're you know when I go on Anchor and when we upload these podcast yeah. episodes for the audio platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, we put clean. When we talk about the content, it's not explicit content. We don't yeah, care. We we putting out that that straight uh, PG Disney kind. Nah, let me stop. Um, but y'all got mama do amped up, man. Y'all got mama do amped up. And listen, to to add to that, ain't nothing wrong with institutional investors. That's not what we're saying. To piggyback on what mama do said, that that's not what we're saying. We're not saying anything is wrong with it. But what we are saying is. One, you know, do your own research. We, we've been saying that since since episode one. <laughs> Before like, one. Exactly. We, we've been saying that from the jump. Do your own research. I'm talking about podcast. Do your own research. <laughs> Two, man, don't ever overplay your hand. Don't mm. don't ever sit here and and you know it's great to take risk, but you could take calculated risk right you got you got 3k don't put your whole 3k now if you want to put a k in there i can't stop you Mm -hmm. get you some money i can't stop you but you put the whole thing in there come on baby don't bet the house people don't bet the house not not the whole thing man not the whole thing look man but with that, I yeah. think we said a lot about the FTX matter, you know. It's probably way too much. But this is an area, this is a story that we're going to continue to follow. So please tune into every episode we launch every Thursday. We'll let you know what's the most recent developments. A lot of great takeaways. Thank you, Derek, for spearheading that conversation because it's a lot of gems in there. Definitely rewind that section of the show. We got into it, man. We got into We got into it, man. Listen, Ooh, I gotta. I need some water. Or something. I gotta. I need some some tea and some crumpets or something. I tea and crumpets, man. Crumpets. Listen, you take a break. 
because I'm gonna give you this quick take. <laughs> okay. You know, we're doing it. Usually, Derek does the quick takes. I mean, Web Three Wayne, excuse me, Web Three Wayne, but NFT and Jai is doing a quick take today, baby. All right, all right. Give it to the people. Let Let's see how you do, folks. Let's see how you do. <clears throat> we, what, you, look, <laughs> what you got for us for the quick take for the day? Nike mm. is launching their Swoosh platform. Check silver stripes. That's <laughs> what they like. YouTube. Don't take our video down, please. <laughs> so Nike's Dot Swoosh platform is going to be able to allow for community members to create and trade their own digital collectibles. Mm. So real quickly, mm. Nike has been getting into the Web3 space for years. They've been really getting into it with the metaverse, and they've been following a series of patents in order to collect to protect their intellectual property, right? And you know they even have something called Crypto Kicks, which is their Web three sneakers. And so all of that is culminating into the Dot Swish platform, where us everybody. I mean, I even got on the Nike hat. No sponsorship, but shout out to Nike. <laughs> <laughs> the Dot Swish platform will be a platform where users can be educated on Web three. And they'll be able to like get these digital collectibles such as sneakers or jerseys, which can be used and worn in video games and other immersive experiences like metaverse experiences, right? And there's more. You also have the ability to create your own collection, which will give you the right to collect royalties off of that collection as well. So this is Nike's initiative to really bring Web2 customers and their huge customer base into Web3 mm. by allowing them to, you know, one, buy and trade their own digital collectibles, and two, give them the ability to create their own collections as well. So it's mm. an effective strategy of community building and allowing that community to utilize their creativity and to even be compensated for their creativity. And so they're launching the beta right now. You can sign up in November and they're planning to launch their first collection in the beginning of 2023. And that folks is the quick take Nike's dot swoosh platform is coming to a phone near you. We got to get on that. We got to make sure we sign up for that. True. NFT and Jai kicks up in that drawing. You know what I mean? You feel me? You know what it made me think of, though? It made me think of, um, like, right now, if you play, like, a 2K mm-hmm. and you, like, go to, to get stuff for your your, uh, your avatar, your character, your player, your my player. Damn, I haven't played a video game in a minute. But if you go get buy something for your my player, you know, before, I'm sure there were, like, certain, like, sponsorships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Shoot, going to this, this next era, you won't really need that. You could just... You know, they just have the the blockchains, you know, kind of connecting into or the game connecting to those blockchains. We're able to pick up like, oh, you know, in my wallet, I have this shirt, you know, this collection of shirts from Dot Swoosh. I got this collection of shoes from Dot Swoosh. You know what I'm saying? I got the the gray sweatpants from Dot Swoosh. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's how we rocking out on the court. You feel me? Nike slides from Dot Swoosh. You you feel me? You feel yes. me? Like, listen, for those people interested in, in getting into the metaverse and, and being a 
you know, a creator within the metaverse, you know, this is kind of what it looks like, you know, you, you're creating and you have these stores and it doesn't have to be in one specific game. So you could be playing, you know what I'm saying, uh, God of War and, and have Kratos swagged out in the Nike. Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, how I do for my first quick take? Hey man, you did better than I. I ain't never done for a quick take. We might have to, we might have to keep this uh, <laughs> this setup we got going on. I don't know, I don't know, it's man. Crazy, man. <laughs> I don't know. We might be on to something. We may be on to something, but yeah, the Nike story is very interesting because once again, it just illustrates the lessons that we've been saying for founders for or creatives or platforms who are looking to really build their own community within web3 you have to be focused on community and and taking people from web2 to web3 in a manner that is easy and fun right like what's hurting this space a lot is and i say it and once again shout out to all the nerds because i'm a nerd myself but it's too it's too nerdy right now right like we use all this technical jargon, a non-fudgeable token, immutable, the network layer, staking, mining. Like I would, I would say, I would say too. Outside of like the nerdiness of it is just like the insular, you know, like bro culture, if you will. Like I think part of it at this point, like people a lot of times people don't even really know. Like they know they don't really know what an NFT is. They don't really know how blockchain works. But they do know the buzzwords to say. They kind of understand them, and they use it to gatekeep, right? Yeah. And and I mean that's that's just how the the cookie crumbles. That's how things go. Right. Um, but you know, as others are looking to build, and others are able to, you know, are, are wanting to find ways to make money in this space. And TNJ dropped a. The, the game for you right quick. He dropped a, a nugget of gold if you didn't catch it, right? You need to figure out ways to meet people where they are, make it fun, and, you know, not overcomplicated. Don't use none of these buzzwords. Don't use NFTs. Don't, you know, you ain't got to – you don't have – you can, right? You can because it, it comes with a, a certain thing, but you don't have to. Listen, have to. this is what I'll always say, right? And, you know, you and I, we both have IT backgrounds, right? This is very However – the average person may not have a background in tech, but that doesn't mean that tech, the world of tech is exclusive to you. If no. I was to ask a person on the street, tell me how the internet works. Are you going to sit there and say, well, you know, it's a network of interconnected servers and there's these packets of information that's sent. Oh, no, you're going to say, oh, just be connected to some Wi-Fi, go to Google and have at it, right? <laughs> We're more on the <laughs> <laughs> no, let's hey, be real. My would prove he was a nerd just now because ain't no way I was gonna tell you how the internet works. Even though I know, ain't no way I was gonna tell you that. So no, who knows? Uh, who knows? Uh, IP addresses, the internet protocol was designation locate. No, who cares? We care about the application, and that's yeah. what we need to get to as yeah. a culture and as a community when we talk about Web three. Let's mm. NFT non fungible token. It can be verified on the blockchain. Digital certification. Cut the horse. Cut the Cut bull. The horse, okay? 
cut the horse. That was a new segment. Cut the horse. (laughs) (laughs) It's a digital certification that says that you own something. That's it. That's all you need to know. Stop making it complicated. That's all you need to know. And just just follow it because, like, it's going to become clear and clear as people start applying it more, as you don't even notice that you're actually using it, like, with, with what Reddit did. You know what I'm saying? Like, we look like comment subscribe and share this podcast so you know what's going on in web three that's all you need to know on every week i was sick but i'm still here baby because we gotta break down this info for us that's to- how much he love y'all i don't i don't i ain't gonna lie to y'all i don't love y'all like that every week i'd be like you sure you wrote you sure <laughs> He like the people need this, and I'm like, you know what? You need it, right? We're not doing this because of us. We're doing this for y'all. Absolutely. Show us some love, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Let's get the numbers up. Yes, sir. But with that, let's transition over, Derek, to the market. Okay. okay. So, one, not to delve too much about the crypto market. But I did want to say this, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum are the two largest cryptocurrencies. And ever since the whole FTF, FTX saga, I'm going to call it the saga. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'm going to use that next next week. You know, they've hit lows. Like, Bitcoin is still hovering over 16,000. Like, last I checked, it was like 16,800 something. And Ethereum is still hovering at 1,200. So, and once again... When the way Bitcoin moves impacts how the rest of the crypto market is going to move for the most part, right? So prices are low. But once again, if you have done your own research and you're confident in the intrinsic value of certain coins, now may be the time to buy them at this kind of prices. Once again, this is not financial advice. This is general for general informational purposes. However, like... Always, you know, in life, you got to look at things from like an optimistic lens point, right? There's always opportunity, right? So, for example, my cat, which wants to keep on interrupting me. <laughs> nice. Opportunity to get some likes, comments, and subscribe. Nice. Because boy, night, this beautiful gray tabby, for those who are on the audio podcast, is here to say hello. Hi, night. Bye, night. <laughs> but, you know. Now it's an opportunity for those who are looking to buy crypto at like great prices, great discounted prices. Don't shake your head, Derek. That was hey, man, all I'm gonna say is Bitcoin was at sixty-eight thousand at one point or something like something. Now it's at sixteen. Now it's at sixteen. The the last high of Bitcoin before this round was like three k. It dropped down to like seven hundred, and then it like shot up to six. So we can only imagine after we come out of this, what's the price going to be? Who knows? But probably a lot of money. I'm just yeah. saying. It's not going that's, anywhere. And that's why you got to buy assets for the long term. You know, yeah. buying a hoe. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it, but there are Bitcoin, you know, believers that would say, and again, YouTube, do not flag us. But Bitcoin, there's Bitcoin and then there's shitcoin. And, you know, I don't necessarily believe that, you know, they don't even believe in it. I don't necessarily believe that. But, you know, if you want to go with the safest bet, something that, you know, we know is, is going to hold true. It's going to be Bitcoin. There is still some some volatility, but 
there is um there there is some some good foundation there that that you can if, if you're looking for something safe yet uh something that can be very very uh you know beneficial for for you and your pockets that that might be a good place to park your cash yeah and now as we talk about parking cash and like just activity let's look at the nft market so the total sales volume of nfts despite all this craziness had the volume the overall value didn't even really drop only by 0.96 percent within the last seven days right so less than one percent or roughly one percent to 27.6 million worth of value of all the NFTs that are being actively traded right now. Now, the total sales, the total number of transactions did drop by 14.29% to 34,755 NFTs being transacted upon. However, the overall valuation of these NFTs haven't been dropping that much. So it's a very interesting picture, right? Like, yes, prices of crypto have been going down and like people are kind of down and out about this marketing space. However, you know, there's still opportunity once again to transact and, you know, create something with your NFTs. So yeah. very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, as we start to, to close out the year, we're going to definitely give you all just... Just more on this because I, I find it so interesting that that the prices is, is the total sales volume is so steady, you know, and and we're we're just kind of you know just so the the people know we're we're trying to give you very high level, you know, we're giving you the news and we're kind of showing you how the market is moving with that news, right? Yep. And so, um, you know, one of the things that that stands out to me is. You know, you see the volume, the sales volume is the same in total sales. It, it drops, uh, you know, a good bit. That means, you know, NFTs are still selling and the ones that are selling, they're selling for, for a pretty penny, you know. And so we, we, we just gonna, we're going to give you all some, some more insight in, into that world as, as we start to wrap up the year um, and, and give you all a good snapshot because, man, it, it's, it's amazing, like, if you go and, and listen to episode one and you go listen to now, just in a, in a span of, you know, what, three, three months, weeks. you know what I'm saying? Three months, you know, how, how much things have, have kind of just shifted and, and numbers are changing, but also not changing as much as you would. Listen, I, I can, I can go on and on about it, but. The talk is different. That's talk, all is different. talk is different. Mamadou, thank you for the market update for the day. Um, you know, I think I want to, want to leave the people with, with a, with a message, you know, <clears throat> and the, the message is this, ain't no sunshine when she's gone, don't, 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 ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Hey, it's some real dark jury days for the F SBF. FTX uh <laughs> orgy house, but uh on that note <laughs> Lord. That's a clean that note, platform. Uh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. No, 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 but 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 seriously, um for my people out there that were thinking about getting into crypto and seeing the situation and see what's going on in the market, not just this week, but 
the past, you know, six months, however it's been since May, um, you know, five or six months, don't get discouraged, right? Because this is not going away. If, if anything, this is the time more than ever, right? It seems like we're saying that more and more every week, but this is the time more than ever for you to, to jump, jump into it, right? Because if you start now, you can get yourself to a point where you really understand and, and you're able to, you know, at least talk to people to apply this new technology. Mm -hmm. um, and that will position yourself for when the regulation comes because it is coming. We didn't get to get into it today, but the regulation is coming. And with that, once that regulation is here, that's when you're going to see the real scramble for gold, right? The real sc scramble for, for the Bitcoin, if you will. Right. And, and where you're going to see Web3 really take a, a turn where it becomes a staple within business and a staple within the economy. So mm. don't let don't let these these stories deter you. Don't don't let, you know, the the rigmarole and, and all the hype surrounding what's going on deter you from putting yourself, your business, um, you know, what I'm saying your pockets in a position to win. So the, the free game for the day is start learning now, you know, tap in with us, of course, like, subscribe, comment, share, um, you know, make sure that, that you're, you're tuning in, you know, of course, do your own research. And um, man, we want to see all y'all, y'all be successful and, and start using this, this Web3 technology. And with that Web3, Wayne is out of here. Absolutely. Thank you for that, brother. Yeah, like I said before, and I'll say that every episode, watch every episode of Block to Block because you will learn the space inside and out, and it will propel you to be able to do well within this space. And once again, I am NFT and Jai. We appreciate all you guys, and we'll see you next week. Peace.